You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 411, the old college try. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome to My Mac Podcast 411, the old college try. Hmm, with the G-Men. 411, doesn't that mean information, Guy? Uh, I, I think that's what the, the number used to be to call information here in the States. And, uh, you know, unlike when you when you call certain information type numbers now where you get like this this automated robotic voice there used to be you know for for the younger listeners there used to be actual live people that would pick up the phone and find a telephone number for you brilliant people made money doing that well you know someone had to do all of these things before automation came along yeah pretty soon it's going to be this is the my mac podcast with guy and gaz I think it's pretty much like that now. To be <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, how was your week? Because I'll tell you what, mine was pretty darn busy. Well, tell me about it. Um, well, after we finished last uh, Tuesday, uh, I had to get up early and get into uh, one of our offices because we had pretty much a big meeting. And it was an all-day meeting that went on a lot longer than I was anticipating. And then on the Thursday, uh, that meeting then continued. Wow. But Thursday, Thursday afternoon, I, I said, sorry, guys, I'm breaking out. I've got I've got a day and a half. In fact, I've got two days off, but they were split into half-day Thursday, one-day Friday, half-day Monday. Because... <laughs> Because I was heading off to uh, a little place uh, close to us called Silverstone. And Silverstone is pretty much the home of British uh, motor racing. Cool. And it was the British Grand Prix. And the problem with the British Grand Prix, when it's really busy, if it's been wet, is it gets a little muddy. Not on the track. No, not on the track, although to be perfectly honest with you, they were. I've got pictures of uh, Stewart sweeping the track because they had so much rain over the week and I've got fantastic shots of cars with spray going absolutely everywhere. Wow. Um, but it was very, very muddy. So Thursday afternoon, I pretty much went to Silverstone. I took my iPhone and my iPad because I've actually got the F1 um, application which uh, allows you to follow the cars round, and it tells you all the timings and everything. However, what I hadn't hadn't anticipated was Silverstone, although it got lots of very good 3G coverage. <laughs> so did everybody else. Yes, and uh, about, about 120,000 people go there on race day. And there was, I think, probably around 100,000, if not more, on, on the Saturday as well. <laughs> so... Um, ba- basically, the signal kept dropping out, so <laughs> I could. So, so although I could use the um, the timing app on my iPhone, which seemed to be able to hold a better signal, my MiFi seemed to kept. It was on a different network, but it kept dropping off and, and losing the three G signal, which was needed really to to pull this data down. But uh, I took some pictures, I took lots of pictures, and I took a few videos, so I'll probably post, see if I can post a few of them onto um, uh, my website. And um, Which is? Uh, 
uh, gasmas.com. Yeah. Uh, and it's been updated, um, although there's, there's still a few things I think we mentioned last week that I need to, to improve on. But I'll put some of the videos and the clips and the um, and the photos on the website during the course of the week once I've got them sorted. Um, because I came home pretty much, I mean, we were, we were panicking a little bit. And you'll see why we were panicking from some of the pictures, because it was like a, an absolute quad, quagmire. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, the, the cars were completely stuck. Uh, and I've got a, a brief picture of some four by fours which turned up. They heard that there was problems on the Sunday, and they just turned up. They weren't being, they weren't charging anything, and they oh, weren't being nice. paid. They just turned up. But when you see, actually, when you see what they were doing around the field after you know they'd helped the people, you could tell <laughs> why they, they turned up because they wanted to play. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough mud on those four by fours. No, but I'll tell you what, the, the iPhone took some cracking pictures, absolutely cracking pictures, and uh, uh, I've got some video as well. So as I say, I'll put that on uh, gasmas.com uh, this week, and if anybody wants to go and take a look and see what it was all about, I mean, there was lots of racing other than the the Formula One. There was um, historic Formula One. There was GP2, GP3, and Porsche racing. So it was nice. pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good weekend. So I got back Monday and then uh, straight into work on uh, Monday afternoon. Um, <laughs> had a hell of a lot to do today and then came home and had to go to, well, yesterday evening also I was doing some touch rugby uh, refereeing. And then this evening I've been to a gala concert. So um, I'm, I'm pretty much the show's down to you, Guy. <laughs> Well, uh, did, um, oh man, I just lost my whole train of thought. Oh, did they hold the meeting for you when you came in on, uh, on your half day Monday? Oh, Gaz, nice to see you. <laughs> uh, good now. We're We've all just been sitting here since Thursday afternoon. <laughs> We're going to now continue the meeting. <laughs> yes. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> you said you were going out for a cup of coffee. <laughs> I wish. I yeah. wish. Well, I had uh, I had a, a, a pretty good week. Uh, my mother in law had c- came into town right after um, Larry left on. Well, my brother Larry left on Monday, and then my mother in law came in on Tuesday. And between the time that my brother Larry left and my mother in law came in town, we got our power back. So I was I was delighted, and um, I think that 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 whole experience has 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 changed me in a, in a fundamental way well really? no no not really i'm <laughs> i'm still pretty much the same person i was before so i was going to say i don't know if that's good or bad uh but i something weird did happen um you know not like that <laughs> occurs in my life um i got this box in the mail and it was addressed to me but in parentheses it said mymac.com now, mm, interesting. Because, yeah, because I do the podcast, I I don't get to write as much as I used to for mymac.com, though I do owe uh <clears throat> I'm do I need to finish a review for uh Adobe Premiere Pro from from CS6, which is just fair since they allowed me to download the entire CS6 package. But that that's a whole other thing. So this box came and here I am changing the subject as quickly as I can. Uh, and it's from this company that makes this this iOS game called Crabs and Penguins. And I have no idea how these people got my address. Because it, we don't talk about it on the show other than, you know, nope. the, that I live in Northern Virginia. So, you know, that, that kind of covers kind of a large area. Perhaps, perhaps they dialed 411. <laughs> yeah, maybe they did. Who are you trying to reach? So anyway, so this box is here, and I open it up, 
And there was another box inside, which you know, I was kind of oh, like, oh, not the old box in a box in a box. Uh, well, almost, almost. So I, I pulled that out and opened that box. And inside of that box was um, like a square lunch bag, a mm-hmm. multicolored square lunch bag. So I guess it was still kind of a box. And there was this weird little, very cute, but very strange looking crab that was like tucked into the uh, the handle on the top of it. Someone sent you the crabs? Yeah, yeah. Can you believe it? And it's it's not even the <laughs> 70s anymore. But anyway, not even going there either. So I, I, I pulled this thing out and it's it's a nice it's a nice little lunchbox. And I open it. How old do they think you are? Four? Huh? How old do they think you are? Four? I have no idea. But inside of it was a, a six pack of those <laughs> like six ounce Coca-Cola cans. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, small yeah, round yeah, cans. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? the hell is this you know what what is this it turns out this company um oh i don't have it written down here but anyway uh this, the game is called crabs and penguins and it's apparently it's sponsored by coca-cola so okay. that they, they make this game and it's kind of it's a free game and it's from coke to entice people to oh i don't know buy coke My i coke. guess <laughs> so you know essentially you, you're, you're this crab and you're on a soccer ball in the middle of the ocean. Okay, are you following me so far? You're a crab. You're a crab on yeah. top of a soccer ball in the middle of the ocean, and you have to get the soccer ball to a group of penguins. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay, all right. So as long as you're on board, Gaz, that, that's the part that matters. You need to be on board with this. Okay. I'm still with you. And it's an easy game to play because you can either like dunk dunk the ball under the water to where these points and stars are, or you know jump up from the soccer soccer ball to get these other points and stars. And every once in a while, a, apparently you jump onto an island and and bounce around there to get points and stars. And then you jump back onto soccer ball that that is in the middle of the ocean, and you keep going until you get it to the to the penguins. And you give the ball to the penguins, and they give you guess what they give you, Gaz? Uh, a football? No. And I mean, when I say football, I mean an American football or rugby ball. Nope. No. Oh, uh, a penguin. Because no. we have a chocolate bar of here called Penguin. <laughs> no. Um, they give you. Who they sponsors give you, it? They give you. Um, they give you ice <laughs> and a glass and With a dark brown and a dark brown drink. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. They give you a Coke. No, no, no. They give you a bitters. Pepsi. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, the the penguins give the crab a Coke, and of course, the crab is very, very pleased. Thirsty. To get a Coke for whatever reason. Where in real life, the Coke would probably kill the crab. And where penguins get Coke. Can can I I I just ask ask you? Is this an iOS game or something? Yes, yes, it is. It's an iOS game. Okay. Because we hadn't clarified that. Yeah, crabs, crabs, and penguins. So we're, so we're still on the apple front. Well, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just follow along with my somewhat convoluted <laughs> logic. Um, now, again, how they how they heard of me and got my eye address is a mystery because we don't talk about it on the podcast. However, from a marketing standpoint, it's brilliant because here I am. I've spent like the last five minutes talking about this game, Crab and Penguins, which of I- course is. Actually, though, it's not very good marketing because for me, that means 
Coca-Cola have somehow got your name and address. And that, to me, is a little bit ominous. There you go. There you go. There's a downside to it, you see. <laughs> well, if they want to keep sending me cans of Coke, I guess I'll keep drinking it. Um, but if Pete, yeah, but I, I see you've put in the notes here something about BMW and Harley-Davidson. Yeah, yeah, I was saying I hope that BMW, Harley-Davidson, <laughs> Sony, and Apple are paying attention to this marketing campaign because apparently... <laughs> All it takes to get me to talk about your product is to send me something shiny. Uh, I live in England. <laughs> send, send Gaz a lunchbox with a stuffed crab and a six-pack of Little Cokes. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. Okay. So, yeah, so that, I just thought that was really bizarre. Really bizarre. Yeah. So we had two really bizarre stories there. But they had they had something connected with with Apple somehow know, small, somewhere small way hardware anyway, and software. Let's go over to the mymac.com okay. uh, website, shall we? Go ahead. Now remember, you can help mymac by clicking on the Amazon affiliate link in the top right hand corner of the mymac.com website. It doesn't cost you a penny, but it helps the podcast. You know, I, I think I need like violins to play whenever we do this bit. <laughs> Send money to Amazon and give it to MyMac.com or something like that. Anyway, um, yeah, please, please go to Amazon or actually go to MyMac and click click the affiliate link. Should I stop now? Yeah, probably because I'm getting all confused. Okay. And and MyMac will will get I some money just, to help us keep this this fine quality I, entertainment that involves just, crabs, penguins, and cokes that you're listening to right now, <laughs> right now. Moving on. Yes, Donnie Yankelo, um, who is way ahead of me, has, re has reviewed <laughs> Adobe Illustrator CS6. Notice I did not call him Scott. No, you're very that, good at that. that. That's important. That's something to remember. Uh, Illustrator CS6 is the 25th anniversary of Illustrator and has been rewritten from the ground up. Don't worry, it still acts and looks like Illustrator, but it has a lot of new features Donnie gives it a 9 out of 10 and goes over many of those new features. Don't let this one pass you by if you're an Illustrator fan. Excellent. Uh, next on the website is Tech Fan Podcast number 84. Uh, Tim and Dave talk about the old business models and squeeze in some talk about RIM, Amazon, and much more. And you'll need to do the next one. We didn't oh, time okay. that one right. Okay. All right. Okay. Elisa... You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. And I should really have said Elisa. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. Is <laughs> back. Is <laughs> <laughs> back. I caught I caught you out there, didn't I? Yeah, you did. So Elisa. You say Pacelli, <laughs> and I, I, do I say I can do this all night, man. I can do this all night long. Is back with a new Learn My Mac, talking about the address book in. OS 10 or <laughs> OS X or Lion, or, or whatever something. it is. I don't anyway, know. <laughs> Apple would define that someday. <laughs> have we got any feedback? We have got so much feedback that I'm not even going to talk about crab and penguins anymore. Uh, from Bob mm -hmm. DeGrand, I know, oh, sad face. Uh, he writes that uh, this is from uh, uh, feedback from the website that he has a rather unusual opinion on Surface. First off, calling both tablets Windows 8 does not in any way, shape, or form mean they are running the same OS, which is very true. Windows RT isn't Windows any more than Windows CE was. 
Linux, Android, and OS X iOS share a lot of code. It does not make them from the same OS as they don't run the same software. The big mistake Microsoft made with Windows 8 is that they caused their users the pain of charging the of sorry charging changing the user interface graphs and penguins without streamlining what is underneath. Windows 8 still has the registry and all the associated bloat. Microsoft really needs to do what Apple did with OS 10, blowing up, blow it up, and start over with a small, fast core. Windows 9, maybe? Uh, RT tablets have a chance to do well. A Microsoft equivalent of the iPad, but with the ability to run Office, could have a lot of buyers if Microsoft has the patience to persuade developers to write for RT. Full Windows 8-type tablets will flop totally, and I agree with that, and I have owned a Windows XP tablet, a full multi-user, multitasking OS will not run well on the limited hardware of a tablet any more than Windows 7 or Vista ran well on netbooks. The heat and battery issues will be very real, and the OS itself will take up a lot of disk space. The few specs we have seen confirms this. 64 gigabytes is the smallest pro model Microsoft will offer, and the two-pound weight is presumably a very large battery without a retina display to justify it, and the Core i5 processor it requires is going to cause heat issues. A first-generation iPad with 256 megs of memory and a slow processor runs quickly because the OS doesn't make heavy demands on it. Just the opposite is true of Windows 8. A 64 gigabyte Surface Pro Windows 8 Surface Pro tablet is not going to be as remotely a good experience, a good user experience as a 64 gig iPad, not in speed, weight, or ease of use. These tablets are not going to sell even to enterprise when employees know that iPads exist, and I think this is true regardless of how well Windows 8 does in general. Now, Guy, I think I agree with an awful lot of that statement, but I've got to disagree with the last bit because they will sell. And the, the reason they'll sell is because it's Windows and they'll put Office on there and that will be what sells it. Irrespective of what we think about the user interface and how well we know the difference between the user experience is going to be, it will sell. Well, um, I, I think what he's talking about is the Windows 8 Pro tablet as compared to Windows 8 on uh, a decent laptop. I don't think the Windows 8 Pro tablet is going to sell very well. Uh, I think it will. I think, I think, well, now, the problem we've got here is well against what in comparison to other Android tablets or in comparison to the iPad? Nothing at the moment can touch the iPad, and I, th I still haven't seen anything yet which is, is getting close to it. You know, every I, I hear lots of people that pick up other pat I iPads. Me, <laughs> other iPads. So they're comparing the, iPads to iPads. Yeah, the, okay. they pick up other tablets, and they still complain about the user experience after they've had it for, you know, probably a few hours, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. But I think... Uh, I think this will sell to the enterprise because because it says Windows. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, um, and it, it may take. Uh, hopefully, a lot of these people will actually have had the use of an iPad and see, you know, how much better it, it will be. But we don't know yet. We've got to wait and see because you know it's not out there. It's not out in the wild yet, is it? So we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, I don't very, even. 
I'm sorry, I, think that's, I think that's a very well thought out um, piece from uh, Bob, and uh, I agree with um, pretty much all of it. Yeah, I, I think Bob should write for MyMac.com. That was, Man, that was like long enough for an article. Thanks, Bob. We really do, <laughs> we really do appreciate it. Um, yes, fantastic feedback. Uh, yep. We also got some, uh, the good friend of the, uh, the show, Antonio Martinez, is getting married. Yay! Yay! Uh, now, apparently, though... Sorry. <laughs> apparently, though, we won't be... <laughs> no, you got the timing wrong, guy. Oh, go ahead. You should have done it here. It says, and he won't be listening to the show for a few weeks. Okay. Sorry, you're right. But the timing was just a little off. Yes. Not sure exactly how else else he'll be spending his time. But no matter. Antonio, to you and the bride, Mrs. Antonio, the G-Men wish you well. And we say, Mazeltoff. Mazeltoff. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we got, oh, oh my. We got something from uh, Kevin Simmons. Uh, But I'm here now. He's listened to both episodes 408 and 410 about old Apple products. Uh, he says that he doesn't have as many Apple computers as he's got fried. I think he means Fred has. Uh, I have the iMac G3 with the 450 megahertz power PC processor. That was a good machine. Yeah. One gigabyte of RAM. What uh, am I saying four- yes for? I really don't know. <laughs> well, it was. It was. <laughs> uh, 40 gig hard drive. With OS 10.4.11, which was the last version of Tiger. This machine isn't my main computer, but I do use it from time to time for writing. The word processor I use on it is OpenOffice. I've gotten the computer on eBay about three years ago for around $300, which I think is a little pricey for one that's old. Um, But before I, I got the computer, I talked to Tim Robertson, fearless leader, If I remember what he said in his email, he told me not to get it. I got it anyway for the fact (laughs) that as a child, the first computer that I touched was an iMac G3. Now, it has been some time since I had gotten that computer, and I I still enjoy love to use it. In fact, I'm writing this email using the iMac. I'm going to continue to use the computer until I can't get parts for it. Well, how long will that be? Since it's it's basically a motherboard and a CRT monitor. Um, when I'm much older than I am now, I would pull it out from time to time to prove that we had to use keyboards and a mouse to operate the computers, as compared to like that up up and coming mind control pity patty thing <laughs> got at the moment. Yep. Thank you so very, very much, Kevin. Appreciate it. Yeah, great feedback, great feedback. And some more from uh, Twitter, I believe. Uh, Dorothy Yamamoto uh, commiserates with Guy over Mountain Lion because she too has a Mac Pro version 1.1 that won't run it. Sad face. Anyway, yeah, yeah, that's kind of the way I feel. Come off and meet your doom. (laughs) Yeah, varmint. (laughs) Uh, We did get some feedback. Hang on, hang on. Okay. Your prayers, Varman. <laughs> we did get some. <laughs> we got some feedback from Facebook, uh, but we're saving that for the second part of the show. And and Gaz, because you were you were kind of late coming on this evening, yes, so I so I, I set up some of the stuff that we normally do, and I put in the phobia word of the day, mm. and it is automatonophobia. And do you know what that means? 
automatonophobia. Automatonophobia. Uh, I'd say that's a fear of automatic cars. <laughs> like Google's making. Well, we we all fear Google. Uh, no, uh, that is the fear of. That was the result. That was the result I got out of Bing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what it told you? <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. <laughs> Microsoft. <laughs> It paid benefits over and over again. It's a fear of ventriloquists, dummies, animatronic creatures, wax statues, anything that falsely represents a sentient being. Kind of like this podcast. I was just going to say. Oh, sorry. Did I step up? I stepped on your toes. I'm so sorry. It's pretty much like us two, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. People must fear us. Well, Well, uh, at least people that have automatonophobia. Wow. Did you see how how fast I said that? Yeah, he did. Very good. That was impressive. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay, now, tech news of the weird. Yeah, I, I, I don't know about this. What is it? Go on, tell me. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a, uh, a group of British physics students. So <laughs> this is from your side of the pond. <laughs> that say Batman could fly, but he'd crash and die. Now, oh, well. <laughs> oh, oh. According well, to this news report from, pants. <laughs> from Reuters... Uh, this group has calculated that Batman could glide around 1,200 feet if he jumped off a 500-story building using his cape to keep him aloft as he did in the Batman movie Batman Begins, but would reach a speed of almost 70 miles per hour, which could cause sufficient injuries to kill him on impact, <laughs> which really would have put a damper on the movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's it in the movie, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. Thanks for that $12. <laughs> and you saw it in 3D. <laughs> yep, splat. Now, I've got to say, though, you've put a very good safety tip in. And I yes. think we ought, to, we ought to mention it. So as you popped it there, you poop it out. Okay, so uh, a gas and guy safety tip, kids. Mm. Don't jump off tall buildings with just a cape. Or you'll most likely kill yourself because Gaz and Guy cares. <laughs> Don't do it. Please. Stand, stand by to stand by and <laughs> jump off. I mean, we'll be right back. Splat. La 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 la. Hey, hey, Kevin, what are you doing? Oh, uh, I'm just warming up for our big uh, music number. M- music number? Yeah. We we don't we don't do music numbers on our podcast. The uh, Mac Specialist Podcast is a tech podcast. We talk about Apple computers and solutions to people's technology problems using Apple computers and. Occasionally, we talk about Google solutions, and we talk about you know using iOS and how to manage iOS devices and how to think IT if you're a small business owner. But we definitely don't do musical numbers. No music? Oh man! Well, you're not gonna cut the dance routine, are you? No, no. You, we, we're definitely gonna do the dance routine. British beef and American pie. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Well now, Luke. 
And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. We have, oh goodness, you know, there's a lot of shows, uh, podcasts out there that kind of <laughs> stream it live. You know, you know Allison does it, uh, the yeah. Mac Geek guys do it, and, and a few others. And I've always wondered, what would people be saying if they could actually hear the conversation between the two of us that they breaks. don't normally get to hear in between the breaks? I, oh. I personally think that we wouldn't enjoy ourselves so much. Probably we'd be on our P's and Q's. We would. We'd be very good. Yes. Hello, because everyone. We, we, we wouldn't be. Because although I have money, I am vulgar. And we wouldn't be that. No. 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 Anyway. That's the weight you are with nasty, big, pointy teeth. Yeah, that's how we would be talking to the audience. Oh, spin my nipple nuts and send me to Alaska. <laughs> so, okay, so let's okay, get on no, to I, a little more of a serious subject. I see um, all of this is done on a Mac. Um, yeah. I, I can see that you, you've put in some notes about getting ready for college. Now, Guy. Yeah. I, I know that education is a good thing, but why are you going to college? Yeah, I, well, I, it's it's the cheerleaders, man. <laughs> they, they just get me worked up. Actually, <laughs> my 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 son Guy Junior is uh, getting ready for college. Ah, right. Okay. And um, now I, I I told you last week I bought a new uh, iPad three, mm-hmm. and that was because I'm giving Guy my iPad one. <laughs> Yes, and my my MacBook Pro. So I'm not going to have a laptop once he Uh-oh. goes to college. I will not have a laptop. You'll be you'll be very very nervous. Actually, I don't think so because I haven't used mm. it in like a year and a half, oh, other right. than checking it for enough, updates. Then. That's fair enough, then. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, so here, have this. How, have this. How laptop. old is it? How old is it? It's a, I think it's an, a 2000, it's either a 2007 or 2008 MacBook Pro. It's a 2.33 Core 2 Duo. I'll be fine for him then, won't it? Sure, sure. You know, because it's, he, he's not going to be playing, he could, but I doubt he's going to be playing Steam games or, you know, anything that that's really super taxing. And um, there was a couple of things that as I was giving this some thought that, that it was like, okay, you know... He's been, I don't want to say leeching, but he's been using all the iTunes content that I have purchased over the years. And of course, uh, all that content is associated with uh, my iTunes account, which also has my credit card attached to it. And I didn't want to hand my 17-year-old son a laptop that potentially has my credit card on it while he goes off to college with thousands of strangers. Call me crazy. Lots of crazy. People are, yeah, You're lots, crazy. I am crazy. I don't know. So uh, what I wanted to do was, first off, I wanted to set him up with an Apple ID apart from the, the family's Apple ID, which, of yep. course, means that you know all the iTunes content, as far as video goes, uh, he wasn't going to be able to uh, bring with him. And we'll, you know, I don't know if his movies or stuff that he's going to want, but we'll figure that out later. Uh, so the first thing I had to do was set him up with an Apple ID that's apart from the rest of the family. So I, I, I got the MacBook Pro and I got out my old Snow Leopard uh, install disks because I had Lion on it, actually. Yep. Wiped the drive, reinstalled Snow Leopard, did all the updates. That took some time. Uh, 
once like a Windows machine. Yeah, pretty much. Once Snow Leopard was done with all the updates, uh, I set up mail, gave him uh, his email address that he has from his college, his old regular email address, uh, set him up with a uh, .me email address, and also a, a Gmail address that I used to link to his Apple ID, iTunes, and Mac app accounts. So, you know, once I was all done with that, then I went back to my, my computer here and emailed him an iTunes $50, $50 gift card. And with that, I bought Lion and installed it on the laptop. Because one of the things I wanted him to have, or one thing that Lion does that I think will come in very handy for him is all the auto-save stuff. Okay, so <clears throat> uh, for the listeners out there, can, can you answer me, um, why did you not install, why did you not download Lion with your ID from the, the App Store and install it? Because he may have had a problem doing updates Okay. on Lion. Now, okay. I wasn't sure, fair enough. but I, I wanted it to be a clean slate. I wanted it to be all of his stuff instead of, you know, everybody's stuff. Okay, it's fair enough. And I was Look, yeah. I'm just trying to keep it as simple as I can. No, that's for fair, that's fair enough. I'll just, you know, just for the listeners because they might be shouting at you, say, you know, why didn't you just install yeah. Lion from your your account? But uh, is, that's that's a fair point. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, and they're all and, saying you're stupid. Why'd you do it well, that way? Well, you know, you, we, you 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 try and play it clean, don't you? That's the sort of thing I do as well. Yeah. <clears throat> And I can understand why you did it. And uh, luckily enough, obviously, Lion being relatively cheap, it's uh, it's possible yeah, to do thirty that. bucks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. So um, <clears throat> then I tried to email another iTunes, you know, fifty dollars iTunes gift card. But I don't know if you knew this, but there's a fifty dollar a day limit that Apple imposes on any individual iTunes account for emailing iTunes gift cards. What? Yeah. Can you That's believe weird. It? That's weird because if you get a gift card, if you physically have a, a gift card, yeah, you you can top it up to. Well, I don't know if there is a top limit, but I know that I topped up once to about seventy five pounds. You know, sure. um, or what was it? Hundred pounds? Even it might even have been a hundred pounds. To be honest with you, yeah, you got what two fifty pound <clears throat> gift cards, uh, something like that. Yeah, or yeah. it was four twenty five. So I can't remember what it was now. So uh, yeah, yeah, but if you're email, because you can you can email. An and iTunes now, gift card. Actually, if you think about that, that's quite reasonable from Apple's point of view because they could say, "Well, that's fine. We're we're trying to protect you." I mean, how much, how much in the App Store actually costs that much that you need to you know get it quickly and, and top it up? So there are a few things, but um, they could say that you know if you suddenly saw an email coming through saying there's fifty pound gone, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's hundred pounds. No, it's two hundred pounds. <laughs> so you know, so from a security point of view, I can partially understand that. I think. Yeah, and well, actually, I called them, and that's pretty much what they told me. So, right. Okay. So I, I mean, I, I I understood it. They did ask me first, actually. Sorry. They did ask me first. Just oh, to did make they? Sure that that was the right answer. Yes. <laughs> they called you after I called them. No, they called me while you were on the phone. Oh, okay. Good job, Apple. Good job. <laughs> so, uh, but there was a reason why I needed more money in his account, and I'll get to that in a second. So I, okay. I basically left the house. Went to a store, bought a $50 iTunes gift card, a physical one, brought yep. that home and put it on his account. And the reason why I needed more was because I was also buying one password at the Mac App Store. Okay. Because, I, because <clears throat> you know, he basically uses, and I found this out as I was asking him questions, 
one password for everything. All of his accounts, all of his emails, his login. I mean, if you could guess his login. You've, you've taught the Padawan well. No, I, I, apparently I have not. So I'm going to have to teach him how to, you know, a little better online security. I and thought I, you said he uses one password word for everything. No, 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 no. He doesn't use the program. He uses an actual one password. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said he uses one password for everything. And I thought, well, that's good. Well. <laughs> but you meant he just uses one, one password. password. Right. <laughs> like we were telling everybody the other week not to. Not to do. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, tell it to the people. Though, tell right? it to the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I screwed up. I, <laughs> I have not taught him good computer security. <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting to that. But when he was here at the house, it, it wasn't as important. But it, it is important now that yes. he's leaving. Yeah. So I got one password from, uh, what is it, Agile Bytes? Agile Bits? Right. Agile okay. Bits. Yep. And which is my, uh, one of my all-time most recommended programs for anybody out there. And I've installed that on his computer, and I'm going to be changing all of his passwords to some really, really good ones. And the only thing he'll have to remember is one password. <laughs> ah, I get it. I get jokes. So, but you, you know, just can't tell them. I just can't tell them well, exactly. But the, the whole deal here was that I wanted to only buy apps from the Mac App Store, which will keep things easier to keep up to date away from home. And 1Password will keep track of, of all of his online accounts, including email. So if he forgets a password, he can easily find it again. Yep. Excellent. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. Um, once I did that, the next thing I did, I installed iLife 11 and iWork09 from the, the family disk pack disks or family disk packs that I have here at the house. And I had gone out and purchased a um, Microsoft Office 2011 Student 3 pack as that was recommended to have on the computer, whether it was Mac or Windows, from the college. And just because they said I had to, I got Clamex AV from the Mac App Store and installed that as well. Okay, sounds good. So the all, other things all, I... All pretty, all pretty reasonable. Yeah, so far. So I installed... I also installed the Google Chrome browser... And the one password browser extensions for both Chrome and right, Safari. Right. Can, can I just can I just say something about that? Sure. I, uh, recently, I had uh, a Chrome update problem, and I kept getting this update problem. And at this point in time, I have no Google apps actually on my computer because I was constantly getting an error. So I'm going to have to reinstall Google Chrome to see if I can you know get the updates correctly. And if I get it again, Google can. Get off my machine, I tell you, because <laughs> it was causing me real issues. Anyway, I don't think that's a general problem. It's probably something I've done. So I won't blame Google just yet. No, Google. I, Google, you suck. <laughs> anyway, okay. okay. So you put, you put uh, Google Chrome on there. Mm -hmm. And I think I understand why you did that, because you don't want... Flash by name! Flash by nature! That's there, right. <laughs> cause any problems yeah. that would cause problems because everyone knows oh darn it everyone knows that is not a good thing so i also um downloaded and installed uh dropbox as well and set up people an account won't believe form. this isn't rehearsed <laughs> yeah yeah you think 
<laughs> yeah, Gaz and I stay up all night on Monday. Okay, now this is the point where you hit your flash little <laughs> sound file, and then I'll hit my little flash sound file, Sorry. and it'll be so, so very, very... Devilishly clever. That's right. Okay, Thank so you, you Daffy. Install, you install Google Chrome <laughs> browser. You put the one password browser extension in for right. Chrome and Safari, and then you download an installed, installed Dropbox. Yes. Just yes. for him. Just so, for him. So did you... Did, now, let me ask you a question. Were mm-hmm. you clever, and did you send him a link from Dropbox from your account? Actually, I thought about it, but what, I was did, so busy doing everything else <laughs> on this computer. I was like, you know... <laughs> I it's just giving you an extra 250 to. megabytes. I know, but you know, we're we're both attached through uh, Tim's Pro account, so we oh, have okay. oodles of space. So we'll just oh. leech off Tim. Okay, well, that sounds and, good. Ooh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh well, too late. <laughs> too late. You've said it, Tim. Right. Just ignore Tim, the last 30 seconds or so. I don't didn't worry. really say don't that. Worry. Don't worry, Tim doesn't listen. Ah, oh, good. <laughs> so uh, then I went out. And I bought another one of those Logitech Bluetooth keyboards that I was using for the for my you know well for my current iPad, yeah. Because I thought that um, you know part of the problem with laptops and especially older laptops is that the batteries just don't last as long. You're looking no. at, at two to three hours at best as compared to the new ones, which are well, you know six to eight. Yeah, well, he's got a cracker with the iPad One because that has really got a good battery life. That's got an unbelievable battery life. Uh, and the other thing I did, uh, I took it off the 3G unlimited plan. I transferred <laughs> that to my new iPad. And the reason why I did that before everybody says, oh, blah, 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 is that um, the campus that he's at, at the school that he's at, has Wi-Fi set up all over the campus. Well, there you go. Yeah. So there really was no reason for him to have a, a 3 or 4G account. And, Sounds a good idea. Good plan yeah. so far. I'm liking it. Yeah. So let's see. The other thing I did, and if that turns out not to be true as far as the Wi-Fi goes, then I'll revisit that later. No, it'll, it'll have Wi-Fi everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. I think so, too, especially in the dorms. Uh, so I, I wiped the iPad of all the apps and data since they're on you know my iTunes account and synced it with uh, his laptop with his iTunes account. Now, there's a few things I still need to do. Okay. I need to install uh, tracking software for both the MacBook Pro and the iPad in case they get lost or stolen. And I still need to change all of the passwords to the various apps and web services that are installed and get those new passwords into one password. <clears throat> Excuse me. He he has a printer, but it's an older one. And the problem is, because he's going to be away from home, uh, I, I'll need to get a printer that the the bookstore for the college stocks ink for instead of you know, yeah, very true yeah it's like okay so you need new ink let me jump in the car and drive for hours just to give you new ink cartridges no i don't think so uh the other thing i need to do is transfer some non-drm content from his guy, Mac Mini. guy he's got he's got to learn some independence you know yeah i know but if i don't do it it won't get done <laughs> it will Oh, so I got to get all this content from his current Mac Mini to his iTunes account on the laptop, and I need to set up a separate hard drive for Time Machine, and possibly another for iTunes, so that the three twenty gigabyte drive in the laptop doesn't fill up. Because he's done that before. Both he and my other son Peter, when they got like access to my iTunes library, 
were suddenly coming and telling me, oh, my computer's really slow. And then I looked. They, they had like five gigs left <laughs> on, a, on a 120 and a 320 uh, gigabyte drive. And it was like, yeah, well, let me see if I can figure out why your computer is running so freaking slow. Yeah, a little bit of drive swap going on there. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Um, I also need, I'm going to set up uh, Netflix using our account uh, for his laptop because it's download only service. Is he actually going to do any work when he's at college? Well, that's the plan. <laughs> and the other thing I need to do is figure out what other apps to get for the iPad or actually for OS X also that would help him in college. Now, I, I put out a tweet and I also put something in the, the My Mac Podcast Plug Plug Facebook page asking for suggestions. And this part of the reason why we didn't talk about it in the first segment is that we're going to talk about it here. <laughs> yeah, because you got some good feedback. Yeah, yeah. So Mike McPeak wrote that SpringPad would be a good choice for keeping notes, doing research, and organizing projects. Uh, Steve McShane mentioned Photogene 2, MindNode, and I don't know about this one, Questia, which is a $20 a month subscription. Now, come on, Steve, we're already paying for the, you know, thousands of dollars for the college. I don't want another subscription. Please, no. Uh, Donnie Yankelo suggested Snapseed for photos. I've never tried that one. Uh, Mark da Dalton thought that Crash Plan to back everything up would be a great just-in-case, and I'm, I'm going to need to look at that, too. Yep. Now, over at over on Facebook, Stephen Loy suggested OnPlan, which apparently is the online version of Microsoft Office. Yes. Is it? Have you ever have you tried it? I haven't tried it, but I've heard about it, and it's supposed to be okay, actually. Huh. Okay. Well, I'll have to look at that. Uh, Timothy, well, and, and the thing is, the problem is you've already bought um, Office, though, haven't you? Yeah, but he could use that on the iPad. Mm, true. True. I Isn't think. there an application, though, that if you've got the software, it can actually use it? Or am I thinking of something else? I, I don't know. Thinking, I might be thinking of something else. I'll have to do a bit of research on that for you. Well, if anybody knows... Um, what the well, hell I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah write us. Uh, tell, tell me, please, because I need to know. And then, send, and then he'll send it to me, and things will just go along <laughs> grand. Uh, okay. Timothy Grigoris wrote suggesting uh, Notebook by Circus Ponies, which is a good app. Yes. Um, through, and he did that through both Facebook and Twitter. Uh, special thanks to Tim. Uh, good friend Eric Diaz-Burgos and Fearless Leader Tim, who we're not leeching off of for Dropbox, both suggested Dropbox. And Tim also mentioned uh, Microsoft Office. Darren McDonald also suggested Notebook. And uh, Sente, I think is what it's called, which is dual platform for keeping track of important sources of information and also Scrivener for writing term papers. Excellent selection there. Yeah, I thought that was, that was all great stuff. And, and, you know, we have these, these fantastic listeners. Thank you all so yeah. very, very much. Superb. <sighs> Superb. And we are running so long. We got to go, guys. Okay, so, so you want, do you want me to take, you, take us out again? Take us out. Okay, ready? Ready. Stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. You know, there's something really familiar about that. Hi, Timothy Gregoire here from the Church Tech Geeks podcast. 
Well, I'm about to run a sound check here at the church for a concert, but I want to take a quick moment to tell you about the Church Tech Geeks podcast. It's a weekly show that talks about all things live production and church technology. We talk about topics from live sound, lights, and media to building websites for your organization. Join me each week as I walk you through some useful skills or while I talk to special guests from Adam Christensen to Nate Rake in a media shout. Now, if you excuse me, I have a concert to run. The Church Tech Geeks is a member of the Stoplight Network. It can be found in iTunes or at thechurchtechgeeks.com or in the Attack of the Stoplight Network feed. The G-Men, a show almost good enough to listen to. And welcome, everyone, to the last section of the MyMac.com podcast for the evening. And and thanks again to everyone who wrote through Twitter and uh, Facebook and email and all those places to give me suggestions and ideas for my son's uh, laptop and iPad. And just because we talked about it this week doesn't mean that I still don't need more help. And as Gaz can attest to, I always need more help. We both need help. And speaking Um, of help, Gaz... Yeah, I've got a very, 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 in fact, the very, 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 very that I've just said, and all this is probably quick, quicker than the <laughs> longer tip than that the I'm going to give you. Yeah, longer, tip, yeah, <laughs> sorry, longer than the tip I'm going to give. Anyway, system preferences. If you go into system preferences often, uh, there is a quick option in view. Now, the um, quick one, one of the quick ones is just to organize alphabetically. So if you can't, you know, if you don't particularly know... Uh, whether it's in which particular category, you can just go view and organize alphabetically. So you open up system preferences, go along the menu bar, click on view, and you can organize either alphabetically or by categories. And the other quick tip is if you're a single user, but you have other users actually using uh, your, your system and you just want to hide some of those preferences, or perhaps you want to hide some preferences because although you use them, you, you know, you want to get rid of the clutter if you click on customize again under the view menu bar um, if you click on that a little checkbox um, with all of the preferences actually obviously that you can see currently with a blue uh, background and a check in those checkboxes now if you um, click that checkbox it will obviously then create a white box and then when you take the customize option off that particular preference disappears and obviously you don't know it's there, although it could still be working in the background. Um, A good little tip, obviously, if you just want to keep things out of sight, if people go into the the system preferences, it doesn't mean it's locked. And it doesn't mean that if they don't know that they go to view and then click on view and customize again, that that preference actually shows up and then you just click the checkbox and it comes back. But if you like to organize your... Uh, system preferences and if you've got tons and tons of uh, system preferences in there and you want to clean it up you can do quite easily just by checking uh, unchecking or checking those uh, checkboxes by going to view customize oh that's really cool yeah so um no app pick this week um well i'll tell you what i'm I'm (laughs) I'm, gonna i'm just giving you a hard time you are you are actually Uh, (laughs) i'm gonna mention it although i'm not sure that you can still get it um i have used on many occasions i've got a a hp printer and with the hp printer came their obviously their utilities which comes with all sorts of different applications but one of the applications that was in the hp utilities which can be used with any printer or any application you know it's a it's a standalone application is called hp photo smart stitch 
And this application basically is a panoramic stitching application. So you just throw, if you've taken uh, a load of uh, images and you want to stitch them together, I, I've used this on quite a few occasions and it's done a, a pretty good job, to be perfectly honest with you. You just add your images into um, the screen. It says add image, images here. You throw your images in and then um, basically say create and it will stitch all of those uh, panoramic shots that you put in there together creating your panoramic shot now the problem i've got is that i'm not sure if this application is still av available with the free hp utilities pack that you can download from hp's website so that's why i'm being a bit hesitant but if it is and you can find a copy of hp photosmart stitch it's a cracking little app Oh, very. <clears throat> oh, God. What's wrong with my throat today? I have no idea. <laughs> that's a that that's a that, you know, I, and I love programs that do that. Yeah. I don't necessarily take the right kinds of pictures to make it look good. I, yeah, I took one no, down down at the beach and there was like cars moving in the background. So it looks really, really weird. Yeah, it's no good if you take a, a picture down at the beach and then you take one from the mountaintop and you try and stitch them together. That doesn't work normally. No. Damn. Guy, <laughs> have you got an app pick? I do have an app pick. Uh, it's an iOS game. It's called Primo Kakuro HD from Jackro Soft LLC. Two dollars and ninety nine cents. Now, for people who don't know what Kakuro is, it's kind of like Sudoku, but with numbers. You know, you you they basically give you a number, and then there's a, a series of boxes either up or down associated with them. And you have to put in the right numbers between, you know, non-repeating between uh, one and nine to add up to that number. And it it sounds weird, but it's it's. I actually prefer Kakuro over Sudoku. I I just love I love that game. I could spend. I I bought so many Kakuro puzzle books over the years, and I was really delighted to see that there was one in the in the Mac App Store that was as well put together as this one is. Excellent. And for $2.99, why the heck not? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Now, the, the, we do have a people's pick, but it, it's it's a true people's pick because so many people have actually mentioned it to us. Um, and so we're, going, we're not going to mention all the names because it, it just come from just about everywhere. And I yeah. think we've kind of mentioned it before when we did. I remember us doing um, like a top 10 picks each. Mm -hmm. And I think and this uh, particular application was there in both of those uh, those selections that we had. And it's Evernote. Now, if you haven't heard of Evernote, where have you been? <laughs> For the last um, five years. <laughs> but Evernote, cracking app. And it's quite a useful note taker as well. It, it's useful for all sorts of stuff. So just go over and have a look. Look at the demo. And, um, you know, lots of people are already using it. Um, good selection. If you're new to the yep. Mac go and have, take a look at Evernote. And I think it's cross-platform as well. Yeah, it, so, it, well, it's not only cross-platform with Windows and OS X, it's cross-device with OS X and iOS yes, as well. Yes, very true, very true. Yeah, Tim and I used that the first year we went, or not the first year we went to Macworld, but the first year that we we did a presentation together, and we were putting notes together and, and going back and forth through Evernote. And it was it's just it just works. It's a great app. Cool. Yep. Uh, I'm going to mention the Facebook page like we haven't mentioned it enough tonight. Uh, we're, we are up one like, Gaz. We are back up to 124. Ooh, wowza, 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 wowza. I don't know why. I, I cannot explain it. But every time I see a new Facebook like on the My Mac podcast page, 
an angel gets their wings. Well, I don't know. About I did that. not know that. <laughs> I know, isn't I it? I did not know that. that you, is you just hear this bell, and and I can't. I, really? I don't, yeah, I, yeah. I tell you what. Well, it's, time... it's it's not quite a bell. It's more like squirrel. Yeah. So you know, I I have no idea. But please go if you haven't already. Uh, and you're on Facebook, can, can which I, I guess is kind of a recommendation or kind I, of a, a yeah. Can I say there's quite a big difference between bell and squirrel? <laughs> oh, is there? Man, and not so stupid. Oh yeah, well sometimes I am. Um, <laughs> oh my, my moving, on. moving on. on, moving on. Uh, iTunes, please, please, please. If you haven't already, or if it's been over a year, you can do it again. Go to iTunes and uh, rate the My Mac podcast. It really, really helps us out. And you yeah. know, tr- trying to get our ranks up. And no, no new iTunes reviews this week. That is a sad face. <laughs> and I, I still I think, leave. Why did know, I leave this on what, here? This know, next next you, bit. Do you know why there's been no um, new iTunes reviews? Why is that? They've sussed us out. <laughs> <laughs> they won't let us put any more new ones in ourselves. <laughs> Flipping! I'm not going to let anybody else find out about this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> guy, if someone wants to contact you, how would they do it? Uh, they could send me uh, an email to guy at mymac.com. Or you could contact me on the Twitter network at twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good English parrot. I like it. <laughs> what about you, Gaz? How can people get a hold of you? Very similar, actually. Gaz at mymac.com or twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz. G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Zed. <laughs> any, any other way for them to contact us? Yeah, also on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash uh, Guy and Gaz. That's G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Oh, nuts. You were supposed to say it at the same time. <laughs> and, of course, uh, you can contact Fearless Leader Tim and inform him that we're we're stealing Dropbox space from him. But please don't. That's at feedback at mymac.com. And what's this, what's this number that you've put? This three three four digit number. It's a number that is destined to never be repeated in the history of the known universe, and that is our mymac.com podcast official Skype number, which is area code seven zero three four three six nine five zero one, and and please call that number because I get so very lonely. Just just call and say hi. Just say, hi, guy, hi, Gaz, and then hang up. That's all you got to do. And we'll play it on the show. We will. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. Well, yep. thank you. Thank you very much for putting up with me being late, guys. Oh, not so, a problem. Not a problem. It, um, it's, you know, it, it's just not the same show if it's not the two of us on here. And quite <laughs> frankly, I am scared to death of having to do this by myself. So I was like, oh, let's see, Gaz won't be on until, let's see, 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> yeah, and then when I came on, your machine crashed. Anyway, yeah. that's by the by. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, everybody, please, or everybody, thank you so very, very much for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. We, you we have really, really do appreciate it. You just do. don't know how much. And we would love you a long time, but frankly, my arms are way too big to fit into the microphone and, and the internet pipes, so you'll just have to take our word for it. Guy. Yeah. What's that next word? 
And... Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please check out the Stoplight Network for other podcasts like the Tech Fan Podcast, Pocket Size Podcast, Not Another Mac Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the Mac Specialist Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. With my son going off to college, there's a fact that I soon must acknowledge. It's plain to see he'll soon be smarter than me, a statement I doubt will astonish. <laughs>